This episode is about a very important aspect of loving yourself, loving your whole self and catching yourself up to the present moment by closing the chapters of the past that are still left open. Knowing that the past is over, we explore shifting the energy in the body by letting the body catch up to what you know is already over and completing what's incomplete so that you can feel like your beautiful, free self. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embody Podcast, a show about remembering and embodying your true nature, inner wisdom, embodied healing, and self-love. My name is Candace Wu, and I'm a holistic healing facilitator, intuitive coach, and artist sharing my personal journey of vulnerability, offering meditations and guided healing support, and having co-creative conversations with healers and wellness practitioners from all over the world. This episode is sponsored by the Ally with Death Visualization. It's a do-it-yourself online experience that you can do anytime with a friend or by yourself. The energy of death is extremely powerful to ally with. It is the energy to end things or let things die that need to end in our lives to make way for new creations, new energy, a freer and truer version of ourselves. Especially with this episode of embodying that the past is over, it can help you take inventory of what's living inside of you, inside of your dynamics, your relationship to yourself or your outer world that needs to end, release, let go, or be recognized that is already over. If you're feeling anxious, depressed, or feel that things are overwhelming or weighing on you, make some time to do this for yourself. It's a great reset for the spirit and can reveal some very uh, truthful aspects of yourself that are ready to release. Hey, everyone. I just want to give you a little update on me. For the past couple of weeks, I've been in Michigan spending some time with family and friends and my partner, as well as doing all of the things that I just love to be doing here, which is taking ballet lessons and horseback riding. I haven't really developed all the musculature that I need for uh, like solid horseback riding, so I'm learning a lot every time. But what I found is that these activities, ballet and horseback riding in particular, have brought me so much joy that even if I'm feeling a little bit off in a certain day, um, just going for a lesson can rejuvenate me and help me feel clear about what's next for myself or just being in the moment. I've noticed around me and in myself that people have been feeling very overwhelmed. Uh, it's been an interesting and turbulent time for a lot of people. For myself, I've just taken a lot of time to focus on pleasure, to focus on taking pleasure in any moment that I can even in moments that seem like they're uncomfortable or that they wouldn't typically be a pleasurable experience, I look for the pleasure, look for the love in a situation, or I look for something that's nice to look at or feel into a breath all by myself that I can that doesn't have to do with anything else around me. So I'm hoping that all of you are out there finding your own ways to feel good and deal with any overwhelm if you're experiencing that. Um, in the next couple of weeks on my Facebook page, in the Embody community actually, it's a special group 
on Facebook. I'll be doing some meditations on overwhelm, how to release it, how to come back to grounding, how to feel in control and navigating your life from a place of empowerment. So check that out if you're interested. You can always find my page at CandiceWu.com. Now let's jump into the episode. A couple of weeks ago, I did an episode on trauma from the science to soul and spirit. It covered what trauma is, how we look at it from a nervous system perspective, the completion of a fight or flight or frozen response, and also from the ancestral perspective, as well as past life or any archetypal energies that are coming through in you. So looking at the spiritual aspects of what you want to experience and and what this brings to you in your being, as well as the body aspect and why the body needs to complete something that has happened in the past that is incomplete. If this interests you and you haven't listened to it, you can find the episode at CandiceWu.com slash trauma. And today is an extension of that podcast because one of the ways that we complete trauma is by recognizing your safety in this moment, the safety of the fact that the past is over. One of the most important ways that I experience loving myself and supporting others in doing the same is by helping them and myself be in the present moment. In the present, right here and right now, is where we can be available to receive and to take and to give. It's the place where we can truly create from the most authentic inner spark that we have. It's where we can provide loving. It's where we can create something that comes from a truly balanced and peaceful place. But if we're acting from past parts of us that are just a reaction to something that happened, a reaction to something that happened in our ancestry or something that's been passed down or impressed upon us, then we're not really coming from a true place of who we authentically are. I believe loving yourself, one of the aspects of loving yourself is finding the best ways to nourish all the parts of your being so that you can be your brilliant self. We each have an inner spark that is our full potential and with no shame, distortion, or playing it nice or being polite, we can be clear and vibrant connected to the deepest source of our light. For me, I've had to clear out a lot of inner junk and garbage for my truth to come through, for who I am to really be at peace and come forward in life. It has required shifting out of soul karma, of who we believed we were in the past, who we have tied ourselves to in our identity, and to break open into um, feeling that we're many more possibilities and willing to be many more things than we thought we were, and opening to spirit, the spirit that's moving through me, that is me, and is energy being itself, a creative force in motion. What I notice can happen is that while I may know certain things or while I may think all these beautiful things, my body needs to catch up to speed. There's a collection of knowing in our bodies. That knowing relates to all of the past experiences that have either shown us resource and openness and empowerment or shown us depression and stuckness and defeat. Where we don't feel just like ourselves, like our very deep and true selves, it is usually that things are 
incomplete from the past. It's usually that there are situations in our personal history, our societal history, ancestry, or past life that are still wanting some sort of completion and there's stuck energy there. Being in our true light and our true self, loving ourselves for who we are, and not all of the reactions and the incomplete things requires us to cleanse all of those things, to complete them, release any toxicity and dynamics that are not working for us anymore, the beliefs that are untrue, and the parts of us that are stuck in time to bring them forward into real time now. There's a level of acceptance that we need. For example, I have this belief right now that's really negative about myself and I just accept that it's here so that can bring awareness and that it eventually moves on its own or that I can do some healing work with it from a place of love, gentleness, and compassion rather than from judgment or lack of acceptance or resistance. But along with that acceptance, I think it's really important to know that we don't have to live exactly with what we experience in our suffering for much longer. We can complete as much as we can so that we are in our light and we do feel like ourselves and at ease so that we can have more loving flow through us and be in our biggest joy. So with all of this, then the body can recalibrate to the source to the oneness, to the energy that is the truth of who we are, the essence of all things. And one thing that I'm noticing now, and you can see if you're noticing this, is that in our consciousness, in our awareness now as a society, it seems that there is more opening to different energies and tools that are available to us. Suddenly, one day I feel much more powerful and in a different place of myself that wasn't available in the past. There are different ways to release and to clear or ground and be present with ourselves. There's just more and more acceptance of all the ways that we can utilize different energies or tools to support ourselves. Some of those tools are ones that I introduce to you or share with you or remind you of. And there are just so many that I don't even know of that people are utilizing. And really the lesson here for me is that every single kind of tool is something we can use at a different time in our lives. We want to accept all different tools for different needs and different uh, levels of awareness, not rejecting that any one thing could be helpful for anyone. So we just want to remind us that as we have this conversation. So how can we be more of our own inner spark and light? In this podcast, I'll talk about catching up to present time, calibrating all the parts of you and your relations, your relationships to your inner self and outer self, also releasing and completing anything that seems to be in your personal, historical, tribal, or societal, ancestral, or past life that is still unresolved today. We'll also talk about letting parts of you know that things have ended and how to draw those parts of you forward into present time how to utilize the safety and resource that you have now to the parts of you that don't know that, that don't know this kind of safety or the resources that you do have now. What inspired this podcast episode is a simple phrase, the past is over. And this phrase has helped me incredibly, but not all the time. 
when my body and nervous system were in a high state of overwhelm, where a lot of the traumatic experiences that happened in the past had just hit this threshold of deep, deep suffering that I became aware of, the statement that the past is over didn't actually help me. It felt like, yeah, but so I'm experiencing everything and it's not past, it's here right now. And so this may not help you right now, but there may be parts of you that you find it does help. Or you might be in the place where this statement really resonates with you. So going back to the inspiration for this podcast, this phrase helped my younger self come forward into knowing that things are different now than they were in the past. I've had a lot of developmental trauma and belief sets that seem to be really alive in childhood where I felt like I was unlovable, I felt very alone, I felt really needing of certain things from my parents and from others that I didn't get. And it's been a lifetime of working through those things. So when I look towards my younger self, if my younger self, like my five-year-old or 12-year-old self gets activated by some situation that seems to resemble the past, that seems to resemble a time where I felt like I didn't belong or that nobody loved me or that I was nobody, then I can look towards this part of myself and give this part of me the comfort that it needs and let this part of me know that the past is over, that the time of all of this hurt and need for the things that I needed from my parents, all of that is over and that I can give myself, I can give my younger self the things that I need now. The things that my younger self needed in the past, I can give them now. And to let my younger self know that the bad things, what she experienced as the bad things, are over. And that we're here now in a different time where we don't need the same things that we needed and we don't need to rely on the same people for safety, for example, my parents. So this work of completing all the things in the past that are incomplete is like closing all those chapters that are still lingering. Anything that's stuck in time that wanted something, anything that wanted something that didn't get to happen would be stuck in time. And then bringing all of those to completion, giving everything what they needed to move forward in life and grow. It's like turning off the music and changing stations by completing your relationship with that station, giving closure to that radio station and turning on a new one. So what do I mean by parts of us that are stuck in time? This is an example. My younger self of 12 years old really wanted to express anger towards many situations in my life. But at that time, at 12 years old, I didn't have the support for that. I didn't have a therapist or someone that I thought I could trust. It was overwhelming to feel that way. My body couldn't regulate that feeling of anger. And if I showed anger in my family system, it seemed to be not just unacceptable, but I would get punished. And so now in my adult life, it's still left in my nervous system. And there are things that can trigger my 12-year-old self to want to just rage at people, especially at my parents. And so that part of me is a bit stuck in time, and I'm still working on that part. The situations that happen now that are uncomfortable and out of sync with who you truly feel you are, are the debris that show up to show you what's left of your past 
to show you which parts are stuck in time or which parts of you want completion. And it's an opportunity to see what else has been outdated and outgrown and needing to come into alignment with now. All of the incomplete situations that we have had and that we hold have energy, becomes a blockage. It becomes an area that we resist and that we fight off, which kind of creates like a dam if we're thinking of like water and a dam holding it back. When we get behind that dam and sense in with love and awareness and more resource now, more than we had in the past or more than our ancestry had in the past if we're working with our lineage, then we can give ourselves the space to have what we need and that dam can open up and and all of that life energy, that life force that was held back by that situation that wanted to move forward can integrate with the rest of your being and flow and feed all the parts of you that need energy, whether that's your physical body that needs to digest food and feel good in life or the things that you're wanting to do for yourself now that you don't have the space for emotionally or physically because all of this energy is held back. We need all of those parts of us that have been held back because all that energy is ours and we need it to go forward. We've always needed it and our soul wants us to complete that so it keeps on bringing us towards situations that we have the opportunity to do something different. And if we can realize that the past is over and that we are a different person now, that we have a different situation now, then we can create something new. In order to utilize the past being over as helpful, we actually need to let it move through the entire body. So it's not just a mental thought like, oh, the past is over. Okay, now I'm fine. Well, if we could do it that way, then we obviously would. (laughs) We would love to take that route because it would just be so much easier. But a lot of times what I find is that even though we know it in our minds, our body needs to catch up. So we need to feel that it's over and to take the time to feel through that, to feel the moment we knew that something ended or to feel how things are different from the past and to let our body catch up and integrate the change. As you might have gotten from the podcast two weeks ago about trauma, the body is not so evolved as the mind. The body has a reality of instinctual nature that we need to protect and survive. So it needs the time and space to integrate things when our mind can go much faster. And isn't that exactly what we want anyway? We want to feel good in our bodies in this life. We want to feel at ease and in control and empowered in the body. So when we recognize that the past is over, that something ended, We also might need to give that part of us that is perhaps stuck in time or feeling like it's not over yet. We might need to give some sort of completion to that part of us. While we can experience some safety by recognizing that it's over, that part of us may still want to do something that can really complete it to make it over. As in the past podcast episode about trauma, Our nervous system doesn't know it's over until we complete a fight or flight or other response that's needed. So that might be grieving. That might be yelling at somebody that you wanted to yell at in the past. That might be running in a situation that was dangerous. 
And it might be even more fantastical, like if a car hit you and you got in an accident, you might have wanted to put your arms out to be able to push that car away so that it didn't hit you. It doesn't matter what it is, any sense that we have that we desired, anything we desired that uh, didn't get to happen is part of the completion. In other cases, completing a movement might be reaching out when you needed someone and reaching out and having someone receive you or give back or be there. Or it might be to apologize and say, I'm sorry for my part in this hurt. It might be to grieve or to feel through pain. So whatever energy is left over that didn't get to be had, whatever is already there, wants to have the space to complete so that you can clear up that experience and it no longer wants anything. It's done. If we're talking about in our soul life, our soul history, like past life or just a sense of a past before this life, or our ancestry, where terrible things may have happened to the people in our family, to our loved ones, to people we don't even know, those experiences, if incomplete, will also get passed down to us. They demand to be felt. So all of that can be complete now. And reminding ourselves and reminding the energies that are in relationship to us that the past is over, And let's feel the safety that we have now and then give any completion that's needed there can be really transformative. One of the things you can ask yourself is, is this thing that happened actually over? Is the bad thing or the suffering that you experienced actually over? And if the answer is no, then you may need to get other support right now. You may need to act more quickly or do something to help yourself come to safety. Especially if this is regarding your emotional or physical or spiritual safety. If that experience is over or you're just not so sure, you can check and use the reality of your interactions now in your present life to see if something is complete or over. Sometimes we're just walking around with the baggage of, oh no, somebody's going to judge me if I say I like them, or someone's going to um, think that I'm not good enough if I share my gifts. Well, what we can do with the present moment is check, does it feel like a person you're interacting with is actually judgmental towards you? Can you look them in the eyes and in their face and see what their experience is? Can you check? Or ask them. This may be a challenging thing to do or a growthful edge for you, but see in the reality what the case is. If you're worried about something terrible happening that someone might yell at you, or if you've been in a natural disaster and are still feeling unsettled about that, um, depending on how long ago these things happened, you can look to your present life. Is it still a threat right now? Is it real right now? Or is it safe in your environment now? And what do you see, what evidence do you have that you are able to say, yes, I am safe right now, or I am around people who care about me? And if you're not sure if you're actually in a safe position, or you're uncertain if something is still going on that would be unsafe for you, that's where I recommend checking in with trusted people. 
with loved ones, with friends you trust, healers like me, coaches, therapists. Let multiple people support you with that and reach out. I want to go a little deeper into our younger selves and the things that happen in our childhood that could be incomplete today or could be bothering us today and still lingering. Beliefs that we have about ourselves that seem to be there all our lives or an experience of our own being that seems to have been there for a long time may be connected to an experience in childhood. The interesting thing about childhood is that we are extremely dependent. We need the support of loving caretakers, parents, or other people to support us and to give us the regulation, co-regulation, the awareness, the support through all of the emotions and the tough things we experience, the growth that we're having. And when we don't receive that experience the way we specifically needed it, we can grow up experiencing that this is the way life is. This is the way the world is. And all the things I needed from my parents, I can't get and I still want and need. And then we find ourselves as an adult still wanting and needing that from someone. And maybe we displace that to a partner that we have or a lover that we apply the same needs to. And that can come out in many different subtle ways. Or maybe we expect it of a a friend of ours to really be there anytime we want it because we didn't have that from our parents. I found myself wanting a sort of permanency from a partner, wanting them to be there forever. But I think the origins of that are from a parent that I have that seemed to come in and out of my life when I needed them to stay. When we say that the past is over, we don't just mean that all of those things that were happening then are over, but we're also referring to the fact that who we were is different. As a child, we needed dependency to keep us safe. We needed stability, love, nourishment, food, shelter from our parents. So we had this dependency on them that kept us alive. And now as adults, we don't have that same dependency on our parents or caretakers. We can provide that for ourselves or get help from other places on our own or with the help of other people in our lives that can support us. So where we may have felt a reliance, a dependence on one or two sources in our lives before on our parents or caretakers, we have many more sources now that we can find to support us. In the specific case of my younger self, I have the resource to imagine my mother and father giving me what I needed. I have the flexibility in my mind and developed that over time to do that. I have the resource to reach out to a coach, a healer, or a friend to get some support from. I also have the resource to imagine my adult self giving my younger self what she needs exactly what she needs and exactly the way she wants it. And I have the ability to tell my younger self that what happened in the past is over and to give her a gentle update, a memo, a newsflash about life now that things are different. And I can bring her forward into what her future would be, which is the present right now. So if this is resonating with you, you might look for 
places that you find that there are chapters unclosed, parts of you that are stuck in time that are wanting something that never got to have it, and perhaps parts of your ancestry that experienced really hard or unbearable things, or there was an imbalance in a certain way, maybe where a relationship was out of balance or something really awful happened, and it's still something your family talks about today. Even if you have a sense that there's something back there, you don't need to know the details. That's where a family constellations professional like myself or my colleagues or anyone in the world that does that work, that's where they can come into play and support you with that because we can open that up without knowing the information mentally where the body can tell you even more. In this case too, Akashic records and past life regression or people who do soul work might be an interesting way to get support for that as well. So as a continuation of the trauma work that we've been talking about, um, and also any growth or development in yourself, I am going to release three different healing experientials in, the, in this next week, all of it to address this idea that the past is over. The first one will be taking inventory on any aspects of yourself that feel like they're stuck in time, any chapters of your life that want closing and completion so that you can feel free of them. The second one is to close a specific chapter that you find in your inventory. Perhaps that's working with your younger self or a piece of your inner world and to bring some completion to that so that you can leave that behind and bring this part of yourself, this energy of you to the present day life where you have more resource and where you have all possibility. The third healing experiential will be completing something in a relationship that still seems to be open. So even if we think we've had closure in certain relationships, sometimes our soul or body wanted something else to happen or wanted to say something and didn't get to. And we'll work with completing any of those things that you needed in the present moment so that you can feel like your connection and energetic tie to this person is complete. And that can really free you up for new relationships or new connections with other things in your life that you want today. So we're coming to the end of the podcast today. I hope you found it interesting and a nice extension to the trauma podcast that was two weeks ago. Check out the three experientials that are coming out for your healing and for your growth. And as always, feel free to reach out to me with any thoughts, questions, support. I love hearing from you and I absolutely love doing healing work online with anyone in the world that's listening. As we end today, I would love to invite you to check out my Patreon page at CandiceWu.com slash Patreon. If you've been touched, helped, or supported in any way by any of these podcasts that I put out there, I would just love for your contribution to continue these podcasts and to offer topics that you're interested in. And you can feel free to give me that feedback as well on the Patreon page and to give a contribution that can support producing more of these podcasts. And before you go, I'd also like to invite you to the Embody community. Here you can get access to my bi-monthly newsletter as well as other healing experientials, meditations, and offerings. And as we close today, I just want to send my well wishes for all of you to find more and more of your true self to just love who you are. 
exactly who you are and all that you are deeply wanting to bring to this life, to feel in this life, and to be. There's a middle school student years ago that I just really appreciated. And one of the things she said to me was, I wish you all that you wish for. And so today I'll leave you with that thought and sentiment that I wish you all that you wish for. Okay, see you next time on the Embody Podcast.